Hello everyone, Frank and Darren back again, and this time we're giving a ranking. We just finished the uh, Friday the 13th franchise, but as always, we have to give a ranking of, of the movies in that franchise from, we're going to do it from best to worst like we did with Halloween. Darren, this is all about, you know, boobs, blood, and kills. But it is great fun, and we had a lot of fun going through each individual movie, forgetting how bad some of them are, and actually remembering how good some of them are. So, do you want to start first with your best in the franchise? My best, my number one, is the start of Jason, the movie that introduced me to skinny dipping, a movie that has some awesome kills, and that's Friday the 13th Part 2. That's the first one. For me, it's probably the best sequel ever in a horror movie franchise. And I'm including, you know, Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street in that as well, because it's the birth of the character, Jason Voorhees. And the kills are fantastic. You know, our friend Matt Fauci plays all the time, and it's a running joke of Mark getting the machete to the face and him falling down backwards in, in the wheelchair. And... It's an absolute great sequel with characters that we actually care about, especially Miss Baker going skinny dipping. The first three in my ranking are interchangeable. And the way I'm feeling right now, I think that Friday the 13th Part 4 is my favorite in the franchise. Um, for a number of reasons, I think it's got some of the best kills in the franchise. Corkscrew mm-hmm. kill. Um, you know, the, the Jason in there is, 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 is terrific in Ted White. And Tom Savini's back. Uh, so, yeah, part four is, I'd say, at the moment, my favorite movie in the franchise. And uh, for you and I, the uh, one of our best kills, Jason's, yeah. you know, which they absolutely gutted and cut in the UK until you guys finally saw the actual, the, the actual vision when it came out. You were just like, that's nasty. That's absolutely yeah, they fantastic. They removed it from the VHS version, theatrical and VHS version in the UK. Yeah, Friday the 13th, part four for me is my number one in the franchise. My number two is part three. The first time we saw a hulking Jason running after people. Uh, But I think he was just a scary Jason. The kills are great. And one of my favorite moments of all time, if people go back and watch our best and worst of the Friday 13th series, is... Jason looking out the window and, and trying to get to Chris and then just oh, going the through end. the door the in her dreams. unmasked. Yeah, yeah. And, and just runs right through that door like the door was just like pillows, you know, just <laughs> and running at her. He doesn't oh. even think about it. He doesn't even try to open it. Does he? he just runs. It's a bit like Michael with the sheet of glass, isn't it? How yeah. do I get through this? Fuck it, I'll go through it. And more grunting, right? When he gets yeah. the uh, knife to the uh, uh, to the knee, right above yeah. the knee, yeah. and he was really in pain, mm. you know, when he, when he heard it. Uh, but yeah, part three, I think, is just a great, fun uh, second choice for me. My number two would have to be part two. Um, sometimes I think this is the best movie, and then other days I'm kind of like, oh no, I prefer four. But I think you know, part two for me. Um, and a lot of people disagree with this, but part two for me was the start of the franchise. We're not huge fans of the first Friday the 13th, 
Um, and so to me, this kind of recalibrated everything and took it on, you know, on, on, on more agreeable path, I think, to horror fans. I think it's a superb sequel. I think it's got great kills. I don't think that the effects work is quite up to the standard of part one or certainly part four. Um, but I do think that, that, that it's, that it's, there's some great moments in there, particularly, like you said, the, the machete to the face in the, in the wheelchair. And also like the hammer to the head and, and the crazy Ralph kill. Crazy Ralph kill could have been a little bit more adventurous, I think. Um, you know, something a more along the lines of Axel in the morgue. Um, but yeah, no, I, th I think some really kind of adventurous kills in this and a great suspenseful sequel. My part three is part six. Um, I've, this is my first Friday 13th movie I saw rented by my father. And I think he heard it from a co-worker that said there was no nudity in it and very little swearing, which most of these movies don't have. They have very little swearing in them. Mm. Maybe yeah. one or two, and that's about it. Um, and he rented it for me, and I saw it, and I was like, this is a fantastic movie. Um, Jason, you know, not even running anymore, but speed walking. My favorite kill uh, as a kid was the face smashing through the side of the Winnebago. And he actually, my father started me on this kick for more Jason movies. And he said, you should see the originals. And I said, originals? There's more. Yeah, he showed me first one. And then he showed me the second one. And he's like, oh, I forgot about this skinny dipping part. Okay, that's enough for you today. <laughs> you know, but yeah, part six is my introduction. And I think, it, as you say, it's a little bit polished, but a little MTV-ish. But I think if you had to take any part of this franchise and pick a movie for somebody to be introduced to Jason would be part six. So my number three would be part three. Um, again, I think the, the portrayal of Jason in this, were, like you said, this, this kind of hulking Jason, I thought Richard Brooker did um, a fantastic job of this. And I, I just, I mentioned this on the actual show that we did. I think the moment where um, Jason puts on Shelley's hockey mask and Vera getting um, Shelley's wallet out of the, <laughs> getting Shelley's wa wallet out of the water and gets shot in the face um, is one of my favourite moments in the franchise. The yep. way that he kind of just nonchalantly throws down that spear gun after he's done that and turns and walks to find his next victim. Um, and and again, one of the most tense and exciting kind of final 10, 15 minutes as well when he's pursuing Chris. Um, I thought that that kind of final girl moment was was terrific, especially when he sticks the axe in his head or, or hangs him even, and he lifts up the mask. Terrific moment, incredibly iconic for the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, and yeah, my third, but like I said, interchangeable um, first, second, or third um, mm -hmm. favorite movie in the franchise. I think for me, my number four is part four. Uh, the introduction, you know, for Corey Feldman and for me in the horror movie, which I've recognized him from other movies, but didn't correlate what he's done uh, until this until this moment. Great kills, characters I do care about a little bit, but of course, you know, th this movie has Teddy in it, and I told you there's always a Ted and an Ed and any kind of ED in this in these fucking movies, and uh, I just think. Caring about Trish and Carrie about Tommy are the only two people you cared about, and this movie was just basically all kills. Yeah. Um, the only reason why it falls short for me is because I think we lost a lot of 
the scenes that were supposed to be in there that were cut, like what happened to Trish's mom. Um, and I'm sure it was a lot more gory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's still fun. My number four is part six. I think it's, you know, when I was a kid, I think it's it's probably the most accessible of all the Friday the 13th films. Mm-hmm. If you were going to say to somebody, you need to watch this franchise, I think part six if you're worried about whether they will get in, into it or not, is a good starting point to say, look, you know, this is Friday the 13th. Check it out. Kid-friendly. Um, yeah, yeah, just kind of glossy and, and, and easy on the eye and um, it kind of rockets along and it's fun. And uh, I think all those things that were a positive for it back in the 80s and now kind of an, a negative for me, I think it's probably kind of is the cheesiest i reckon of, mm-hmm. of all the friday the 13th 80s films but i still have a fond memories of it and, and at one point 20 30 years ago it would have been my number one but now it's kind of slipped down the pack but i still love it for all the all that 80s nostalgia and alice cooper and all the, the you know the thundering rock tracks that go along with this film um, and it's, it's a decent portrayal of Jason as well. Okay, so rounding up my top five, uh, because anything after five, I think it's just going to go <laughs> as down the throat as cod liver oil, uh, is the remake. I think the... It's the, the same for me. It would have been the start and the reinventing of the franchise for me. I think the kills are great. I don't care about the characters, but that's okay. I care about the kills in this one and how savage Jason is. And with him in that terrific 25-minute uh, opening of not just establishing Jason, but establishing the mood of this uh, uh, movie. Uh, but then the cut the scene of Jason running at the girl and just lifting his arm up and ready to swing down at her. And then it cuts is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Derek Mears was what I thought was a really kind of admirable mm-hmm. Jason in this film. I think that... Again, like we said about part six, I think this kind of did breathe new life into the franchise. I wasn't instantly a fan of it um, when I first saw it, but having seen it recently, I kind of have been a bit of a convert. Uh, and, And thanks to everybody out there who recommended that we take a look at this again, because we didn't we weren't we weren't going to do it we were just like no we don't need to do that remake you know we yeah. didn't do the halloween remake so why are we going to bother with this thanks guys because it, it really did open frank you know we don't think it's amazing but i think we both agreed that that for us it was a better movie than the original friday the 13th and that's kind of i guess that's kind of saying something that will piss a lot of people off but the two of us kind of were on the same level with that and thought that it, it works better than the original. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The bottom six, the bottom seven, bottom seven. seven yeah, yeah. Bottom seven. Because, um, you know, there's always a top five, and we just gave you our top five. So here we go. My number six is Jason X. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. However, the CGI... And the characters I could care two shits about. I'm actually there rooting for Jason. I'm rooting for Jason. And even Uber Jason. And the makeup looks great. It looks mm. great. But it just gets on to the it gets to the point of being a little bit ridiculous, but fun ridiculous for me. That surprises me. I know it's a guilty pleasure of yours, but that's quite high up, isn't it? I know, I know, I know. But well, we're we're, we're 
We're, we're, we're getting to the other reasons. Okay, so your first piece of shit, uh, if you're going to call mine a piece of crap. My sixth entry is the 1980 Friday the 13th. I still watch it. You have it high. I, well, I mean, the thing is, when I compare this to like the first entry of Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street, it just doesn't stack up at all. You know, I know there are a lot of fans out there for the, for this movie, and it, this is my opinion. And fort- fortunately, Frank, whichever way you look at it, Frank agrees with me on it. It's it's not. It doesn't feel as iconic a movie at all as the Halloween first installment or the Nightmare on Elm Street first installment. In fact, it's a for me, it's just a copy of Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, within reason. Um, and they, they, that's what they actively went out to do when they made this film. Um, Admittingly. So it feels kind of, yeah, they, they admit that they, they were going out there to do that. And so it feels lazy for me. And and as I've said before, the, the, the twist of having it be his mum, who's not a character that's previously been introduced to us, always feels like a cop-out. It almost feels like, well, I thought I was watching a whodunit, but, you know, the person that done it hasn't been in the movie before. So how can it be a whodunit, you know? It's, yes. It, it, it's, the, the movie's telling you to guess who it is, um, but without giving you a clue as to who it may be. No, uh, no uh, evidence. No evidence. No evidence at all. Um, so, yeah. So, But having said that, I do like it for, for a number of reasons. There are some great kills in there. A lot of them are off camera. Um, but Savini, who to me is God, um, does some amazing effects work in it. And so, yeah, absolutely. Salute to Savini. And so I, the reason I watch it is I watch it for that reason, for Savini's work. All right. I, mean, I, I uh, respect your opinion. Uh, my number seven is uh, part five. It's not Jason, but that's probably one of the downsides for me. It's not Jason. It has some great kills in it, though. Fantastic kills. A lot of it dealing with the eyes, but because it, it just focused on one body part, really. Um, Tommy is in like three or four scenes, and that's it. But the only reason why it's not in my bottom three or way at the bottom for me is because I'm in love with Ethel. You big dildo. I am in love with Ethel, and I actually think I am actually going to get an Ethel cutout to stand right next to Loomis <laughs> spitting in her soup, in her stew. Could you also, if you get an Ethel cutout, could you also get, what do they call the guy that eats on the toilet in part three, that drinks on the toilet? The one that, is, it, is it Harry? Harold. Harry, Harry, yeah, yeah. Could you get a cutout of Harold, please? Sat I'll on put him toilet. in the background. <laughs> like, way back. Eating the, the dayfly eggs. With a rabbit on his lap? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, but part five, it's a good it's a good fran- it's a good slasher movie, but it's not a good Friday the thirteenth movie. I think we established that um, yeah. in the franchise uh, when we were talking about it. My number seven would be part seven. When this film first came out, I was a teenage boy. I watched it. I thought it was okay. I didn't realize that you know that they were really, really jumping the shark this time. Um, and you know, I, I thought it was all right. Over the years, I've come to realize that it is actually really silly. Um, I, I've, I like Kane Hodder's um, performance as Jason in this. I think it's one of the best, better ones in the franchise. It's certainly the best look for Jason in the franchise. Um, John Carl Beekler's makeup in this in this entry was just stunning. 
um, right from the you know the, the rib cages, the fingers, the, the everything about it, the shoulder blades. You know, it was it was the best Jason rotting Jason look that there's been throughout this franchise. So I salute them for that. Um, the film film wise, it's pretty lame and. Um, the the whole dad in the lake thing jumping out and saving the day was just such a stretch that it's just laughable nowadays having said that and shout out to the guys who made the Roseblood film which I watched recently and I really did enjoy they managed to get two or three of the cast members back for that movie um, which is a sequel to part 7 good um, yeah, so, good sequel to it yeah, absolutely yeah they did a great job I absolutely think. fantastic and, job yeah, yeah Jason looked great uh, La Park Lincoln looked great, and you know there was a few. Still other stunning, little, still stunning. Yeah, she looks great, and, and there was a few other little nuggets in there as well that we weren't expecting. So hats off to them for that. So um, uh, yeah, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven is my number seven. Okay, uh, my number eight is Freddy versus Jason. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are including it in here. <laughs> I don't care about the characters, and the only reason why it's not on my bottom of the list way bottom of my list i mean shit we only got about <laughs> four left um uh, is uh because this is what we wanted to see we wanted to see a freddy versus jason either though it wasn't executed the way we wanted uh, i think robert did a good job as freddy for what he was given um the kills are okay uh, but you don't care about any of the characters yeah yeah my number eight is part five um if you'd have asked me when I was a kid, it'd probably be one of my least favorite movies. I kind of, I think I found a bit of love for it over the years. Um, if you take the fact that it's not actually Jason out of the equation, it is just a regular Friday the 13th movie that could be either part two, three, or four, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, climax in a barn, all that kind of stuff. Some of the kills, I think they fell foul to the MPAA in this, so that a lot of the kills were kind of ruined by the censors. Um, but I think the portrayal of Jason is fine, or the, the mock portrayal of Jason is fine. Um, and I like the young kid in it as well. Um, Reggie, who, yeah. Reggie, yeah, who I was probably around about his age when I first saw it. So it was quite relatable. Other than that, it's just bog standard. Do you think Reggie saw his fair share of boobs while there? <laughs> Good for you, Reggie. Uh, my part, my nine is seven. Um, again, I don't care about Tina. Uh, I think Jason Kane Hodder looks fantastic. It was interesting to see the whole uh, psychic versus you know zombie type uh, movie. Kane's uh, Kane's fire stunt is great. And yeah, I forgot to mention that. That is kudos, great. kudos to him to doing that going through the trauma that he has that he went through with his own fire stunt that went wrong it's not the movie that we should have gotten a lot of the movies lower on this on my uh ranking are the movies that have been butchered to death and actually i think part seven is probably the one that's been the most cut out of any movie in the franchise and it's just the same how can a dad come out of the damn lake is he's not buried there you know the, the his body would have been floating up in his cardigan and members only sweater. Um, so, I mean, it's just a uh, plus. Oh yeah. And there's Eddie in there. I'm not going to get on that. I'm not going to get on that again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was my number nine. So we're going to, we're going to 
ladies and gentlemen, you want to see me go on a rant about this guy, go watch the part seven uh, <laughs> episode. Uh, but you're number nine. Uh, my number nine, Freddy versus Jason. Um, I, we just covered this a couple of w- weeks ago, and I thought that this film was was just eye candy. It was uh, it was at that point where the two characters had become. You know, I'm going to say this. A lot of a couple of people didn't like what I said here, but these characters have become caricatures, um, particularly Freddy. There's just some ludicrous moments in there. There's a few good kills, like one of the first kills in the movie where the bed is kind of, you know, folded into, very similar to Sheriff Garris in um, in Part Six. I like that kill. I think that as the movie goes on, I think it actually shot really well. I think it mm-hmm. looks great. Um, I it, everything to do with these movies being scary had been thrown out the window um, and it was just like watching a comic book um, iteration of Freddy vs. Jason uh, my number 10 is part 9 Jason Goes to Hell it's actually gone up on my list since watching it again because if I separate this as a from a Friday 13th movie as just a slasher movie and Jason's not in it and it's just some slasher, you know, doing like maybe like a shocker type movie, like switching body to body. Uh, it would it's it's a great movie. However, with that being said, because they threw Jason in there, which he's only in in the beginning and at the end, it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, however, the reason why it's not on my bottom two is because that tent scene is fantastic. The longest, I believe, uh, sex scene in the franchise. But it gets everyone revved up for action. They should have had, you know, You Got Me Fever, uh, the song playing in the background. You give me fever. Whatever. <laughs> People are getting and giving and godding in that tent. <laughs> okay. Why, you want me to have? elaborate more? No, I think we're, okay. we're done with that. I think. Okay. Um, my ten <laughs> is a Jason X or Jason Ten or whatever you want to call it. Um, Jason in space for crying out loud! Uh, my I, I, my wife walked past the room when I was watching this and said, "I thought you were watching a Friday the Thirteenth film," and I had to explain to her that it was, and she went, "But they're in space." Um, <laughs> yeah, we're surrounded by space, really. <laughs> So yeah, no, I, it's, I guess uh, you could have fun with this, um, and Uber Jason was interesting when he appears. It has got the best kill in the franchise for me. Um, the you know the one everybody knows what it is the liquid nitrogen scene yep. with the face smash on the table. Um, but overall, as a, it's not a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's, it's kind of sci-fi horror film, isn't it? It's 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 pretty lame and um, yeah, it, it just took everything that I love about Friday the Thirteenth, tossed it aside, and, and tried yet again to reinvent the franchise and failed miserably. For me, my number eleven is Jason Takes Manhattan, a ridiculous movie. A movie. The reason why it's uh, it's my second to last is because. It had a great trailer. You mentioned that before when we were talking to Dave about this. The anticipation of this movie was so high because we were looking forward to him going on the Statue of Liberty, maybe throwing somebody off it, going to the Twin Towers, going to all these iconic landmarks and buildings in New York City and just killing everybody. 
and we didn't get it. He spent more time on the boat than on land. Uh, we don't in a care tank, about I think. in a yeah in a tank. <laughs> uh, we don't we don't care about any of the characters. Uh, Uncle Charles is a piece of shit. Uh, either though the actor is is a good person in in real life, I don't give a shit. Even though he's not with us, it's it's the character. And if it, Darren and I said, if you're doing this best and worst series, if you can make us hate you, like a Mrs. Deagle, which I'm always going to bring up doing this, you've done your job. You've done your job being a shit character. And I don't want to see Jason and and Uncle Charles 69ing at all. <laughs> Over the garbage can yeah, or whatever. Yeah, inside the, the, the toxic waste. <laughs> and the only person you care about this is is the dog, Toby. And how he gets from one place to the other. You know, yeah. he was missing one point. They were looking for him. Then all of a sudden he was like, I'm in the life raft. I, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I've been waiting here the whole time. Yeah, but it's just it's just a terrible movie that had a lot of promise, and it was a missed opportunity, given that it was supposed to be takes Manhattan. It doesn't even take it. He basically just walks through it. Yeah, yeah. It's the same for me as well. My number 11, Jason Takes Manhattan. It should have been called Jason Goes to Manhattan, because he spends all... Sightsees. Yeah, yeah. He spends all the movie going there, and we've got the last 15, 20 minutes, which is, you know, the majority of it filmed in, was it Toronto or something? They- Vancouver. Vancouver, that was it. Um, so much promise with the trailer. Uh, you know, like like you said, you just wanted to see him running through Times Square in the same way that the werewolf in America, Wolf in London, ran through Piccadilly Circus terrifying. Oh, so it would have been fantastic, causing chaos. Yeah, yeah. And but no, they decided to put it on a on a on a toy boat. Um, <laughs> With with a boat, a huge boat with only about half a dozen, wow, how many people? What, ten people on it? Yeah. Um, and it was just a kind of nautical slasher film rather than, you know, what we were supposed to get. This this movie needed an iceberg to, sh- to sink this fucking ship. <laughs> a torpedo. Yeah. That's what we needed. What are those torpedoes from yeah. Freddy versus Jason to sink yeah. that ship? And everybody Man, the torpedoes. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So we're getting to our shittiest fucking movie of this franchise. And to me, it is the first one. I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. The first one is the shittiest one. And I know some people out there agree with me because I seen your comments and stand up, raise your head proud and just say in camaraderie, I agree with Frank that this is the (laughs) shittiest fucking movie in the series. One, there is no Jason. However, Betsy Palmer does steal the show when she's on screen being a uh, Broadway actress and on the stage. And uh, the one of the classic uh, decapitations of all time, especially Harry Knuckles saying, damn you, Gadget, <laughs> next time. And uh, But it is so boring. And even my dog hates it every time I bring it up. And it's just, okay, you, we, you voice your opinion. Shut up. The, the And the only thing that I absolutely hate about this movie coming from a, a human being is that they killed an abs- absolute live snake in it. Yeah, yeah. You assholes. Oh, but it was a different time back then. Bullshit. You just don't care about life and you don't care about us watching this movie because I was bored to tears. And as you said, it didn't establish any character being a killer. There was no evidence left. And all of a sudden, Pamela Voorhees showed 
You know, my son died here. Oh, yeah, I talk about him, and he talks through me, and I'm going to kill you. Even though you had nothing to do with it, they just shouldn't have opened this. It would have been smarter if I just burned the fucking place down. But you know what? I didn't do that. I don't have enough gas because I'm going up and down the road looking for hitchhikers and trying to stab them with knives and screwdrivers. And I think, you know, next time I'll just use the gas and burn the place down, which would have gotten my point across instead of just killing innocent people. Okay. <laughs> So you're You're shittiest. (laughs) Jason goes to hell. Um, Okay. Another movie that that showed a little promise to begin with. Um, It is a complete take on, I think, a 1988 film called The Hidden. This kind of body swap horror film. It's so similar that it's scary. Um, The opening five or ten minutes was actually quite good. You know, it showed a lot of promise with... Um, the SWAT team apprehending Jason, blowing him up. From that point onwards, the movie completely goes downhill. Um, it has some interesting um, gore scenes in it, but on the whole, it's just a mess. It really is a mess. And for New Line to, to kind of launch their um, Friday the 13th part of their arsenal, um, it was a, a really poor effort. And you know, they hinted at Freddy versus Jason at the end of this, but it took them a further 10 years or so to actually get that movie out. And I believe it was simply because they wanted the smell of this one to go away fully before they started. Um, it's a bad film. And, um, you know, we've talked about it before. There's an episode on this. Um, it's certainly my worst of the franchise, I think. But having said that, you know, I do own it because I own the box set. And, you know, I know that at some point in the future, not too soon, I will <laughs> dust it off and, uh, and and have another look at it. Just to check that it is that bad, um, which I believe it is. I don't believe you, okay? And the reason why I'm thinking this, when you're alone and you put on some candles and you have yourself a nice drink, you're going to go to that tent scene, aren't you? <laughs> you sicko. <laughs> Well, that's the only bloody reason that it's higher up in your <laughs> ranking. Well, yeah, you know, because at least I'm honest with myself. Uh, I have to ask you one thing, though, and I'll, I'll, I'll reply in kind. Um, what is the worst part about your bottom uh, movie, uh, part part nine, and what is the best about your number one, part four? I think the worst part about Jason Goes to Hell is, you know, is the studio trying to reinvent it. And, and, and leaving out all the key elements that made the franchise a success um, for me. You know, they turned it into something different. They turned it into something that wasn't Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, the best part about Friday the 13th Part 4 is is Ted White, Tom Savini, and Jason's death. It's, uh, yeah, the, the, the terrific moments. For me, Part 1, the worst part is the pacing of the movie. Is, is 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 so boring uh, in the, the way it is. No nudity, which I know you know I'm a fan of, but it just like you said, it just doesn't makes doesn't make sense. And no character is established on who should be the killer and who is the killer. No evidence. It's for me. It is the pacing. Uh, for part two, the best is Jason's look. And you don't really know if this is Jason, um, but you can you can establish it that it is him. Yeah, um, and the kills, pretty, pretty clear, they went above and beyond with the kills. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think people want a little bit of sack back. <laughs> Bring back the sack. <laughs> Bring back the sack because a lot of people have said, you know, our, our friend Dave and Tony and, and Matt and everyone on the channels that we follow and, and watch and who have talked to us, that they think that the sack uh, head Jason is absolutely scarier than hockey mask Jason. Yeah, no, I agree. In, in certain moments, I think he is. I agree completely. Mm -hmm. Especially when he comes out of the bed, you see that just that one eye staring at you. Yeah. This was fun. I like doing this ranking. I yeah, like this. We don't you and I are going to get some rankings. shit in the comments, aren't we? Oh, We're getting you are. Again. No, you are. <laughs> you will. I didn't put the the first movie at the back end of it, saying it's worse than Jason Goes to Hell and Jason Takes Manhattan. That's ladies and not gentlemen, true. and ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in your comments, if you agree, you know what? We're going to do something. Whose list do you agree with? With a few modifications on your of your own, you know, maybe like four and three are mixed in, you know, different parts. But do you agree? Whose list do you agree with the most? And that person owns each other a pound or a dollar. <laughs> like you said, it's been fun uh, covering yes. this series. Um, we are going to start Nightmare on Elm Street soon, probably after Christmas. Um, we're going to do Scream as well. And, and, you know, the ranking thing, we've only ever done it once before, I think, which was with Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah, so, that was easier. Yeah, that was so much easier. But yeah, no, I've, I've enjoyed this. And um, yeah, bring on the bring on the next franchise. We're getting there and we're glad that you guys are joining us on this ride. Yeah, though Darren can be a little bit stiff and not admit that he likes boobs as much as I do. <laughs> uh, but it's all enjoyable nonetheless and he's my good buddy so I, i'm glad to, i'm doing it with him and know how he doesn't say anything nice to me afterward i said that so on I'm that note i'm leaving an edit point oh okay <laughs> <laughs> on that note stick to the roads and the best of luck <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs>